I want to talk about what we've been talking about for the last couple of services, and that's going back to holiness. I don't hear anybody. That's going back to holiness. Everybody say back to holiness. Now, uh, I, I believe, somebody passed me my phone. Uh, going back to the way of righteous living. Going back to the way, and my glasses because I'm a little blind. Going back to righteous living, holiness. Yesterday we had a wonderful experience at Yankee Stadium. How many of you went to Yankee Stadium with us yesterday? No, no, how many of you went to Yankee Stadium with us yesterday? Yankee Stadium was wonderful. And when I tell you that there were 52,000 seats there and almost about 45,000 people came. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. They had more people there than the regular baseball games have. And it was to the glory of God. And people wore their masks. And people worshipped God. And they didn't mind sitting close together. And they gave God the glory that was due unto his name. And if over 40,000 people could pile into Yankee Stadium, I want us to pile into this ministry. Fill up every seat. And worship God as a body of believers that love him. Can I get somebody to give God a shout in this room? Shout like you're at the Yankee Stadium. Shout. We want to give props to Joel Osteen, Joel and Victoria Osteen. Joel and Victoria Osteen and the Lakewood Church. I'm telling you, it was beautiful. A lot of us have never really heard Pastor Joel preach more than this, more than this, uh, the, the program. But he brought this thing so strongly. And if you could have seen the thousands of people that stood up to receive Jesus Christ. If you could have seen the thousands of people that stood to receive Jesus Christ. There's something that was said yesterday that I wrote down. Because the ministry that Joel and Victoria and Lakewood has is so absolutely blessed and powerful. Amen. Amen. It is so absolutely blessed and powerful. It said, wait, what did they say? Lord God, give it back to me. Jesus. There it is. It says, with more influence comes more opposition. The more influence that you have, the more people will oppose you. Because you become a target because of success. So people will find things to nitpick and to try to nullify or marginalize or discredit. But I want you to know the integrity of Joel Osteen, Joel and Victoria. It was present on yesterday. 
I don't hear anybody. And, and, and I know people have their different opinions, and everyone is entitled to their opinions. But I want, to un I want us to understand that when we tear down our own body, when we tear down our own body because of differences and nuances, then we, we, we weaken this thing called Christianity. A house divided against itself. I don't hear anybody. A house divided against its own self cannot stand. And that doesn't mean that everybody's got to a, a, a like or appreciate everyone else. But the truth of the matter is whatever is bringing glory to God If it brings glory to the Lord, then that's what we need to keep up in prayer. Amen. Have your opinions. Your opinions are yours to have. But let's not tear down the house. When you see a brother going forth, when you see souls by the magnitude come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, don't let your opinions convolute this thing. Don't let your opinions cause you to fail to see that God is still moving in this day. I don't hear nobody here. God is still moving. Well, all I could think of yesterday is the church is still alive. But no, no, throughout the whole night, all I could think of is the church is still alive. No matter what pictures they paint of it, the church is still vibrant, powerful, declaring Christ, and still alive. Upon this rock, I have built my church, Jesus said, and the gates of hell, and the opinions of hell, and the gossip of hell, and the controversy of hell, I don't hear anybody, will not prevail against it. It will not prevail against it because some hypocrites stand in, on the pulpit. It will not prevail. Satan will not prevail against the church because of some underbelly stuff. Satan cannot prevail against the church because of some false churches and false preachers and false charlatans. The church will never be broken because Christ is our foundation. Hallelujah. Christ is our foundation. Upon this rock, I will build my church. We are the church that he built. We are the church that he built. And in the building of that church, if there's a plank that's out of place, he can replace that plank and keep the church strong. The church is alive today. Let the church give God a great praise. All around the world, let the church give God a great praise. All around the world, let the church, in front of your smart device, give God a great praise. Let the house explode here with praise. If you will give me 25 minutes on the clock, understand this. In this era and hour, God's revealing the power of the church. And he's also taking the church back to the platform 
the foundation that he has established by his own blood, by his own sacrifice. Jesus Christ has laid the foundation for the church to be built upon. And this temporal building is the church. This, 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 this temporal building that will one day pass away is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's why we've got to honor God in our body. That's the reason why we can't just live shoddy lives. Because we are the temple. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost in which he chose to dwell. Hallelujah. He said, I will dwell in them. Hallelujah. And I will be with them. We are that temple. Glory to God. And we have to make sure that this house is clean. Where God resides has got to be clean. Did you hear me? Where God resides has got to be clean. No secret closets. No, no, no things stuffed in the closet. No, no. We've got to make sure that the house is clean. We've got to sanctify the Lord in our hearts. This thing, this body, this temple has got to be purified. It's got to be clean. And there's nothing wrong with clean living. There's no reason to try to incorporate the sin into a clean house. There's no need to try to bring in the practices of sin into a holy living. There's no reason to think that you're missing out on something because you're not doing what sinners do. Don't look over the fence because the grass is always greener. But let me tell you something. There's no grass as green as the grass of holiness. Ain't nothing in sin that is as pure as holiness. I don't hear anything. I don't hear anybody. There's nothing in sin that can compare to holiness. Holiness is right. I'll say it again. Holiness is right. Not acting like the world, not living like the world, not dressing like the world, not speaking like the world, not running like the world. Holiness is right. Being pure, being chaste, being sanctified. Holiness is right. Watching our attitude and making sure that we exemplify Jesus Christ. Holiness is right. Not lying, not cheating, not stealing, not fornicating. Holiness is right. Hello. In holiness, there's no need to lie. In holiness, there's no need to steal. In holiness, there's no need for fornication. In holiness, there's no need for betrayal. In holiness, there's no need for envy. In holiness, there's no need for jealousy. In holiness, there's no need for compromise. I don't hear anybody. The blood of Jesus is too precious to waste with sin. The blood of Jesus washes away sin. 
washes away sin washes away sin amen the bible says in the book of isaiah 30 35 and verse 8 it says and a highway shall be there a highway and a specific way we are praying for Matanya Lormiel, Esther, and all of the Lormiel family at the loss of their sister on yesterday. We are holding them up in prayer in Jesus' name. She just lost her mother a year and a half ago. And now to lose her sister, uh, it, it, is, it is a heartbreaking thing. But we are praying for the Lormiel family in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus. Amen. And there is a highway and a specific way. And it is a way, it shall be called a way, the way of holiness. Let's, let's go again. There is a highway. It's not low. It's not a low way of living. It's not a, it's not a low way of morals. It's not a low way of existence. It's a highway. Hallelujah. There is a highway. There's a difference between a freeway, a parkway, and a highway. A freeway is a, is, is a long thoroughfare that has no tolls. A, a, a parkway is a long thoroughfare that's wooded with trees. And a highway is a long thoroughfare that is elevated on, on, on stilted and pedestaled columns. Hello. Amen. There is a highway that's elevated from the normal walk and the normal route of everyday people. There's a highway that is, that is lifted above the morals of this day. There's a highway that has risen to the point where we are no longer connected with the things that are discrediting and those things that are immoral and those things that bring us to shame and bring Christ to shame. There is a way, a highway and a specific way. Hallelujah. It is spe it's specific. It is not just any highway, but it is a way called holiness. It is a highway called holiness. What's that highway called? Now we know the Long Island Expressway, we know the Southern State Parkway, I don't hear anybody, we know the Robert Mosley, we know the New Jersey Turnpike, but this highway is called holiness. Shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. It's too high for you to walk on unclean. Oh, God help me. But it shall be for those and the wayfaring men, those fools shall not err therein. Meaning that the wayfaring sinful man will not be able to bring his garbage on this way. The wayfaring man, though fools, will not be able to err on this highway. They won't be able to do their stuff on this highway. They won't be able to live out their sin on this highway. I don't hear anybody. 
And that wayfaring man is not just those that are unbelievers, but it's those that call themselves believers and still go to the to go astray. I don't hear anybody. This is not qualifying or disqualifying anybody. It's anybody who goes astray will not be able to bring their foolishness on this highway. It is specific, it is exclusive, and it is the way called holiness. We read already in Psalm 93 that holiness becomes God's house. Holiness becomes, go to Psalm 93 for me, please. I believe that's the Psalm. And I'm going to take a moment, I'm just going to take a moment with this. Go to Psalm 93 for me. I believe it's Psalm 93. Lord, let me be right so I don't have to apologize. The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. Yes, God. The Lord is clothed with strength wherewith he hath girded himself. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. God is so powerful that what he put in place cannot be moved. Your throne is established of old and cannot be moved. You are from everlasting. Hallelujah. Come on. The floods have lifted up, O oh Lord. The floods have lifted up their voices. The, uh, the floods lifted up their waves. Uh, come on here, move with me. The Lord on high is mightier than that noise of the waters. The floods that came seemed like they were mighty, but God is mightier than the noise of the water. The Lord on high is mightier than those floods, mightier than those waves, mightier than the noise of many waters. Yea. Mightier than, than, than the mighty waves of the sea. Your testimonies, Lord God, are very, very sure. Holiness. Your testimonies, meaning that the testimonies that we have of God are very sure. His works are very sure. His accomplishments are very sure. The works of his hands can never be changed. Your testimonies are very sure. Holiness becomes your house. It makes your house look good. It is how your house is supposed to run. Holiness becometh thine house, O oh Lord, forever. Somebody say holiness. If you read in Psalm. 90, no, yes, Psalm 29, Psalm 29, verses 1 and 2. I'm sorry I didn't send you all these scriptures. I'm just pulling from my past right now. I'm pulling from my childhood. Psalm 20, 29, verses 1 and 2. Give unto the Lord. Give. Somebody say give. Give, give unto the Lord, O ye mighty Give unto the Lord glory, give him the glory, and give unto the Lord strength. Talk about how powerful he is. Hallelujah. Go to verse 2. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness is beautiful. To live a holy life is beautiful. 
to live a life not convoluted or polluted with the things God delivered us from is beautiful. Hallelujah. To live denying yourself so that Christ can be seen is beautiful. I don't hear anybody here. It is beautiful. And God wants to beautify the meek with salvation. Hallelujah. Salvation beautifies us. Salvation salvages us from our past. Salvation takes us out of the dregs of our yesterday, dripping with dirt and sin, and washes us in the blood of Jesus until we are whiter than snow, and puts us on the road called holiness, and gives us his guidance, and he leads us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, even if we gotta walk through the valley, the shadow of death we will fear no evil because he's with us on this walk called holiness and on this walk called holiness he's got a rod and he's got a staff and they make us comfortable it makes me feel easy knowing that he's standing with me with a rod and a staff why does it make me at ease because it lets me know that when the wolves come he's got a rod to beat them back when the wicked, even my enemy and my foe, come upon me to eat of my flesh, he's got a rod. And they stumble and fall. They stumble. He's got a rod. Look at your neighbor and say, he's got a rod. To every enemy, every enemy, natural and spiritual, be careful. He's got a rod. To everyone that forms something against me, be careful. He's got a rod. I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to raise my voice. I don't have to lift a hand. He's got a rod. Don't worry about me. Worry about him. He's got a rod. To every tongue that rises up against him, he's got a rod. To every plot, every plan, every ploy of the enemy, he's got a rod. And he will use that rod. He also has a staff that shepherd's staff that has a hook on it, it has a loop on it, so that he can grab the sheep that are scared by the wolves and make sure that they don't run out into the darkness. He pulls them back with his staff. The Holy Ghost convicts us. He pulls us back with his staff. I don't hear anybody here. He pulls us back to his side because he wants us to stay in his presence because in his presence is the fullness of joy. Oh yes it is. He's got a rod and he's got a staff on this path of righteousness, on this highway called holiness. He told me, he's yes God, he's got a rod and a staff. And although that highway leads you into a valley, holiness will lead you into a valley. 
Holiness is not all mountaintop. But a holiness will sometimes lead you into a valley. But you don't have to fear because he's there with you in that valley. And you don't have to be on top of the world for you to be taken care of. No matter where you are, holiness has its privileges. You can be down in the valley, but holiness still works there. Yes, You can be under the shadow of death, but a holiness won't let death get to you. Because a holy life has the protection of God. I cannot die before my time. Because I'm on a way called holiness. And holiness has its privileges. I don't hear you here. God will protect the holy. I'm trying to get through this thing. God will protect the holy. Do I have anybody holy here? Not your own holiness, but living in the holiness of God. And no matter where you are, holiness will still work. Even while your enemies are laughing at you. Holy, don't don't let your guard, don't, don't let your standard down to stop them from laughing. Don't let your standard down to make them feel okay. Don't let your standard down to stop the ridicule. If you're going to laugh at me, laugh at me living holy. If you're going to mock me, mock me living righteously. I can take your mocking. I can take your slander. I can take your ridicule. But what I can't take is his Holy Ghost being taken away from me. Don't take your spirit from me. Restore the joy. Restore the joy of your salvation. And take not your Holy Spirit away from me. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I can take your ridicule. I can take your gossip. I can take your vlogging. But the one thing I can't take is the Holy Ghost being taken away from me. I can't take being out of his presence. I can't take being out of his good graces. So even with my enemy laughing at me, even with my enemy plotting against me, even with my enemy laying traps, even with my enemy gathering people against me, Holiness makes me impervious and it still calls me to be blessed in the presence of my enemies. He's going to prepare a table because of holiness. He's going to prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies he's gonna anoint my head I feel like a preacher here he's gonna anoint my head 
in front of my enemies. He's going to anoint my head because of holiness. He's going to anoint my head with oil. And my cup runneth over. Hey, somebody say my cup is running over. Holiness has its privileges. Just when I think I'm down to my last bit of strength. Just when I think I can't take it anymore. My cup You haven't seen the last of me. My cup is about to run over. Somebody who's got that overflow, shout a shout and shake this place. If you've got that overflow, if you've got it, if you I'm trying to tell you Satan cannot wear me out My problem cannot exhaust me Because I'm living holy And God gives more grace My cup Cup is running over Somebody say yeah I gotta stop here. I thought I was gonna teach, but the Holy Ghost is pushing me to preach holiness, preach righteousness, preach sanctification, preach honor. Hallelujah. Sanctification is a process that has happened in our lives and is still happening. Noah, God is still showing us more of us so that we can deny it and put it under the blood and not feed it any longer. He's still opening up drawers and opening up windows and closets and showing us hidden things and says now denounce it why because you on the way called holiness get rid of it 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 get rid of that attitude because you're on the way called holiness get rid of that gossip Cause you're on the way called holiness. Get rid of that fear. Cause you're on the way called holiness. I don't hear anybody here. 
Get rid of that bad relationship because you're on a road called holiness. Get rid, get rid, get rid. Get rid of that cursing because you're on a road called holiness. Get rid of that drinking because you're on a road called holiness. Get away from those drugs, prescription drugs, those things in your pocketbook because you're on a road called holiness. thy house, O oh Lord, forever. Holiness becomes thy house forever. It is not temporary. It is a perpetual lifestyle. Holiness becomes thy house Bro, I had to lay my religion down for a minute. Holiness becomes thy house forever. Not just talking about here. It's talking about this kingdom living. Forever. The way of holiness is not legalistic. Let me stop all of you that are trying to make it seem like we're trying to bring you into bondage. No, we're trying to free you from bondage of sin. Now, bondage is when you are still involved in sin thinking that you're right. That's bondage. The freedom is not in thinking that you're right when you're wrong. No, I don't feel any. I don't feel anything wrong. I don't think that. I don't feel any. I don't feel any conviction. If the word says it, whether you feel it or not, if the word has already given it, whether you feel it or not, that is the mandate for our life, and it is not punitive. It is not a punishment to live holy. He's not taking away your joy and taking away your, taking away a good time. Are you kidding? 
Do you realize that th this room is filled with, as well as the viewers that are watching, this place is filled with people who have fallen prey to the good time. We fell prey to the good time because people said that this was a good time and this was a good thing to do in a good time. This is how you act, this is what you smoke, this is what you drink, this is how you run. There's a good time, I'm gonna have a good time tonight. And it became, that good time became an addiction. And no, 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 get this. I'm not talking about a hardcore meth, you know, heroin addiction. I'm talking about something that you couldn't break the cycle of. Something that became normal to you. Something that you needed. Amen. And, and those are the different things that, 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 that mess up your life. What, you, what, what the world calls a good time is a real bad experience. They call bad experiences good time. Dulling your senses is a good time. Making you irresponsible is a good time. Uh, just giving yourself to someone because they're there is a good time. Uh, uh, running and, and being reckless is a good time. Putting yourself in danger and jeopardy is considered a good time. Isn't that quite strange? And then we that are, are preaching and, and, and promoting holiness are looked at as too legalistic by the house not by the world it's people that call themselves Christians that look at us that are saying holiness is right and that there are sanctions now see that's legalism see I don't know my God allows me to enjoy myself my God knows me yes your God knows you that's why he's trying to bring you into holiness because he knows you so well he knows you jacking your life up he knows that you're ruining your life that he gave you. Ain't nothing wrong with taking a drink when I get home. I know, but how many times you coming home? <laughs> Sounds funny, but you get used to that drink to unwind after a day. You get used to that pill. You get used to that, that, that pill, that Xanax, wherever it is. You get so used to it, taking the edge off of you because my counselor said I needed a little something to take the edge off. And you took so much edge off that you can't fulfill those prescriptions anymore and you're going into the dark world to buy stuff. You're going into, into the illegal world just to find some, trying to borrow some pills from other people. I'm talking because I've seen this thing happen. Some of you have seen it too, and some of you have done it too. Yeah, you know, I, I don't run out of pills. You got an extra pill? The reason why you ran out, because they wouldn't fulfill this prescription anymore. You get used to, you get used to it. You get a God's trying to break you from, the, from your familiarity with giving away your body to somebody who says, I like you. 
somebody who calls you shorty, male or female. And you, and, you, and you think that that's what you're supposed to do because that's what society does. Hetero, homo, doesn't matter. That's what you think that you're supposed to do. If you got somebody, you got a shorty, that's what you're supposed to do. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man. There's a way that seems right to a person. But the end of those ways are the ways of death. It will kill and destroy. It will kill your morals. It'll kill your character. It'll kill your integrity. The ways of death. Man, my time is up. I just want you to know, holiness is a blessing. Holiness is a blessing. I don't want anything going into my eyes or ears that is going to corrupt my heart and come out of my mouth. I don't want to listen to songs that are going to bring me into a state of lust or vulgarity or anger or spur a memory. I got to be careful what goes in here because it will affect here. I got to be careful what goes in here because it will affect here and ultimately affect my whole life. Amen. So I've got to live holy. I've got to live holy. And it is with pride that I live holy. And if sin enters in the Holy Ghost, the Bible says God chastens those that he loves. Until you cry out, I yield, I yield, I yield. I know, I know, I know, I know God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore the joy of your salvation. That's holiness. Holiness is not perfection. Holiness is a state of being perfected. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to condemn anyone. People may be in their different levels of sanctification. But what I want you to do is never get settled into sin. Know that there's a highway and a way. And that way shall be called the way of holiness.